dehumanization of dinosaurs. Dynamic Resolution, a video game show. That's right. We are back with another episode of Dynamic Resolution. Um, this is actually the second recording we've done this week. You will see the fruits of our labors uh, this uh, coming Friday. Yeah, Friday uh, at the Geekscape uh, charity live stream for Big Brothers Big Sisters of New Jersey. So be sure to follow Geekscape Forever on Instagram and check out the, the twitch and youtube page and facebook page they do multi-streaming and it's all day stream we've got segments uh i have the day off so i'll be trying to pop weasel my way in there and cause some chaos so shouts out to matt kelly uh the basically the person who runs geekscape um with all the programming director of programming uh he's got like 15 podcasts himself but uh we got what, logan what can't he do what can uh, he do actually you know what um get through I don't an know. episode of our show <laughs> i don't know his uh uh a number of weeks ago his brother reached out to us and um wanted us he wanted to make a documentary about him so i got interviewed briefly um that's cool yeah so there's a basically just like how awesome matt kelly is and i wish i had more like i I was kind of nervous, um, so I wish I had more, like, coherent stories. But I'm in there a little bit. But um, yeah, he's a he's a good guy. So, uh, but we got Logan, we got Josh, uh, Derek is recovering from our <laughs> yeah. from our recording. Uh, should we should we give a little like just sneak peek of what what we did? What do you guys think? Um, if if you've listen to the past few episodes and you noticed a little theme when it comes to to food um you probably have a good idea <laughs> yeah it, you do um, but you don't yeah yeah <laughs> you don't know what what deprived lengths we went to yeah let's <clears throat> let's just hey let's just say um uh it'll it'll hard to keep down the laughter <laughs> so um yeah we got a uh, logan and josh josh whoops fuck me uh josh uh you were day one of la comic-con or is it day two what day one day two day it's two? day two but day one was from like five to eight so that doesn't count oh it's like yeah that doesn't count that's a that's like preview night at san diego mm, yeah but we were so. there all day today um but yeah, it was pretty fun. We hit up two panels, uh, one of which was like an 80s nostalgia panel featuring uh, Paul and a group of other uh, Geekscape network hosts from $2 Late Fee and from a couple other shows. Um, oh. And we, they just kind of went over the, um, uh, just things like the old Chuck Norris cartoon. Uh, Is it Chuck Norris cartoon? Oh, dude, you never seen that? No. I I thought it was well for a while they played it on Adult Swim as a gag, like in the mid two thousands. But oh really? 
I must have just always caught different episodes because I thought that the show went on for a really long time based off of Adult Swim, but it turns out the show was only like six episodes and got canceled super quick. Oh, the Karate <laughs> Commandos. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that does sound vaguely familiar. Yeah, it was like Chuck Norris and like a collection of racist Asian stereotypes fighting other racist Asian stereotypes. Okay, well, at least... Uh... So, so it was very, very 80s. Um, I've recently uh, started uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, Nerd. Yeah. Um, I've watched all of TNG, a lot of the original, all of Voyager. Voyager is my favorite. Uh, watched all of Enterprise. Um, but I was Deep Space Nine when I was a kid. It was that's you know what was airing. I think I was too young to like enjoy it so i was like man this star trek sucks they don't go anywhere <laughs> but i've been getting a lot of i've been getting a lot of clips of deep space nine so i was like let's start this but there's an episode where uh i haven't seen it yet but i've seen clips where uh three of the crew from deep space nine go through like a time portal and they end up on the original series um uh, in an episode of the original series where they're, they're in like a bar and it's a famous scene where the Klingons are introduced and they're fighting um, Scotty and Bones. And back the, the Klingons from the original series from the 60s look very different than all the other ones. They're basically just like really, really uh, racist Chinese stereotypes with like mm. Fu Manchus and like they, they, they talk uh you know very uh racist stereotypes and then i think there's a a line where wharf goes like we do not talk about this period of our history with outsiders <laughs> so, <laughs> so um yeah karate commandos comes from uh i think probably from the same era that was a very long-winded tangent but then i also learned mm -hmm. how it happened uh so um yeah i'm starting to like geek out on star trek mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. I always wanted to get into Star Trek, but I just I I just can't. I mean, I haven't given it a fair shot. But like growing up it was always like you either like Star Wars or you like Star Trek. And I was a Star Wars kid. Oh yeah. dude. And like Star I got Trek... into like some of the Star Trek movies, but nothing T V wise at all. Yeah. The movies were fucking. I often dope. come across like massive collections of Star Trek VHS tapes at like flea markets. And I'm always like, man, I wish I gave a shit because I'd be hitting the mother load right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like a meme at this point where because the show was so popular and like VHS had that like v, like the show and then VHS came out mm -hmm. um, after the original. So that was like, what do we what do we put on this new thing? Oh, the most popular TV show like currently let's fucking put Star Trek on there. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to say that uh, Star Trek Armada is on goodallgames.com. Um, that is a real-time strategy game set in the, uh, obviously, the Star Trek universe. I wonder if they have Star Trek Armada 2. That, yeah, they got it. Oh, dude, $10. Let's fucking go. Let's go. It's It was, uh, when did this come out? uh 2001 which is like the era like the renaissance of of uh real-time strategy games but i remember vividly as a kid 
because you can like warp across the map but if you have the uh like the the you can build the ship um the enterprise like the ship the class of ship that the uh enterprise from the next generation is and you could separate the saucer from like the command bridge and you could have like two ships and i'm like yo it's just like the fucking movie let's go <laughs> so anyway um yeah uh star trek's cool so um what else did you I see hope at... to, i hope to find out someday <laughs> what else did you see at, uh, at lack um the other panel that we went to was a uh, Johnny Bravo panel and they kind of went over the story. They brought in like the original creator of the show uh, and the voice actor for Johnny and then a few other uh, voice actors. So about half of the panel was spent kind of explaining the history of the show, which I never knew directly. Like I knew when I watched it, when it was new, they, the animation at a certain point obviously changed and like the uh, tone of like the writing and the humor changed a bit. Uh, so there was obviously a shakeup there, but I never realized the details of it where essentially Hanna-Barbera after the first season had like fired almost the entire original crew and took over the show with their own like internal teams, which is what caused the shift, I guess. Uh, but then the second half of the panel was because they had already started working on their own version of the second season before they got fired. So they ended up doing like a live table read of one of the scripts that they had written that was never produced. So um it well the plot was essentially like you guys remember you guys have watched the show i'm assuming or remember what it's about oh yeah i, va I vaguely remember it i don't remember it super well but i know i i liked it growing up and i know like he, i've seen like clips here and there he's like, recent, a, like in recent time he's like a kind of dumb strong bodybuilder james dean always trying to pick up every woman he sees yeah yeah mm -hmm. hey pretty mama um the, the funniest <laughs> the funniest line ever is there's a clip from a show where he's on like a tour of like, like Washington DC, and there's a the tour guide. This lady is like, and this is the the Nineteenth Amendment, which gave women the right to vote. And he goes, Why would I want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that like, reminds me too. One of the first things they showed was um, the creator student film that inspired the show, and he actually played that for the audience, but. Um, and, and in that version of it, he's pretty much just straight up Elvis. Oh, okay. um, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can see that. I, I hope that this panel like makes its way into like a YouTube video or like, a, because like this sounds like the sort of like niche topic ass like YouTube documentary I'd be all about. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the thing is, it was a small room, so it would have been hard to get away with if they keep, they said this is their first ever panel. So if they keep doing this, I'm sure it'll get out at some point. But they oh, did yeah. say at the start, like, oh, don't film any of this. Mm. So I don't like, know. E yeah, e even if, like, no footage comes out, like, th this sounds like the, the like, foundation of a good independent documentary about, mm -hmm. like, the, the, the untold history of Johnny Bravo. Yeah, right, like yeah. A like a really long-winded, monotone video essay. Oh, my mm. God, I'm so down. I'm here for it. <laughs> I love and, video but... essays. It, it's funny you mentioned that too because there was like two things that they showed that i don't think are really like publicly available so like the first one was like the student film that that i was mentioning and there was one particular joke in it where he's like of course he's like trying to pick up on this girl and he goes like how he's like and he straight up asked her like how old are you she's like 15 no she, what'd she say 15 and he's like 
when did you turn 16? And she's like, in about six months. And he's like, damn. And he, he leaves. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, someone, someone behind us was like, well, they wouldn't be able to make jokes like that nowadays. And I'm like, they weren't able to make them back then because that shit never got in their, into the right. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> for like the right audience that's so funny that's such a good mm. joke it's yeah. just not the sort of thing you can get cartoon network to sign off on right <laughs> so like that was one cool thing and another thing they showed was they had i guess they had like a big going away party when they completely wrapped the show i think at season four or five and they did a video that was just for the party that they threw where one of the writers was wearing like a paper Mr. T mask pretending to be Mr. T to introduce the party. And then the actual real Mr. T walks up and he was like, Hey, like who are like who are you, fool? And oh, they, they were talking about how they actually filmed they filmed this scene. I don't know how they did it, but they actually filmed it at Mr. T's house. Oh and they okay. convinced yeah. him they convinced him to like film this skit specifically for their little private party. <laughs> That's why 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 Mr. T of all people? I have no idea but they uh but they played alive? that skit in uh in full and yeah you I, know yeah the the, yes, the way I'm you're talking sure alive. the way you're talking th- th- this reminds me of this youtube channel um De- devnul d-e-v-n-u-l i found him through this like pepsi man documentary he made but he's done a lot of videos on like uh like deep dives into random advertising like he mm-hmm. he did like a like a video all all about the like geico caveman commercials and oh, like that, the the, the, TV the quiz show. Knows, the quiz no yeah the he quiz did oh, yeah, the sponge yeah. monkeys or whatever they were yeah, yeah. It, he, he did the like slim jim commercial like this sounds exactly like the sort of thing he would do a, like a mini documentary about mm. yeah like it was really interesting it it sucks that you know that there's no um footage out there but i'm pretty sure that part of the reason was because this is all like technically owned by cartoon network or whoever owns cartoon network at this point yeah so like they can't really show any of it but it was all really interesting and uh hopefully they continue to do panels and more people kind of get to see this stuff because like, yeah for real because like i started on like nick i started on, sorry my cat's climbing on the top of my shirts in our closet anyway hell yeah. um um but yeah I, I started with nickelodeon with like rugrats doug ren and stimpy and then eventually moved on to like Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, and Johnny Bravo, and those shows. So it was really cool to kind of see the background, kind of some of the background political drama, and kind mm-hmm. of the direction they wanted to take it. Yeah, um, politi- I don't, like I don't politics, know. political or like just like, like I don't no, like, like Steve. Yeah, like corporate politics. Like, oh, we we're gonna keep the show and get rid of all the people who created it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I don't know a whole lot about that whole scene that that mm. existed in like around like cartoon network and hanna-barbera and everything but everything i've ever learned uh, around like the formation of adult swim and like how, how how they started that and how like they had a whole bunch of Hanna, hanna-barbera cartoons and that's how they like like cop like literally, literally like like scissors and pasted together like space goes coast to coast and stuff like that because that's like oh, footage yeah. they had access to Oh like, man, what if what if there was a twenty minute long monotone video essay uh, celebrating the twentieth anniversary of Adult Swim? What if that was available? Do you, does that does that do you think? I, I know I've watched it. It sounds familiar. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to Geekscape TV. I did a video essay. It's like, 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 yeah, the, just what I know about that whole like era of of these like creatives working in TV. It's like there's definitely stories to tell from that. There's got to be so much that people just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like speaking of Hanna-Barbera, that reminded me of like my favorite Johnny Bravo joke. So there was like a string of episodes they did where it was kind of like Johnny Bravo meets like some celebrity and oh, it would yeah, be like those yeah. old Scooby-Doo episodes. Yeah. So there was like yeah. one with Weird Al, there's one with Johnny Osmond, yeah. there's one with like Vera Fawcett. But there was this one really funny one where... Doesn't he um, bang he... Velma or something? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like the Scooby-Doo <laughs> one was like my favorite one. And they did this really funny gag where like he's running from the monster and he bumps into Velma and they both lose their glasses. So then Velma's like, my glasses, I can't see without my glasses. He's like, I and can't then Johnny's be seen like, without my glasses. <laughs> yeah, I can't be seen without my glasses. <laughs> so perfect. But yeah, I love that show. It was cool to see that. Um, but yeah, outside of that, we didn't do anything aside from shop. And I did pick up some cool stuff that I'll show real quick. So um, here was Metal Slug 7. $44? Dude, it was going with with the box online. It's like two hundred. Oh, so dang. why? And because they made like five copies of it, and it's this is the oh, last Metal Slug game. Yeah. yeah, up to this point, so I never well, had a chance hey, to play it. Hey, I played it. I played that spiritual successor to Metal Slug, the Alex the Jones Alex game. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something's telling me this one's going to be a lot better, though. I actually heard it's pretty good, but. It was only released on the DS. It was never in arcades or anything. It's never been on any collections. Um, Hotel yeah, Dusk like, too. <laughs> we you saw the Trace Memory collection they're coming out with, right? No, no. So, um, I think next month Switch is getting a Trace Memory collection, and it's going to be a completely remade version of Part One, which is like brand new. And then a port of part two that only came out in Japan and Europe, I think. Oh, another oh another code recollection mm. is oh yeah I remember okay yeah yeah so I'm hoping yeah. that if that does well enough that um, maybe a hotel desk will come because yeah because I remember um, I got I, on my original launch DS we uh, all my friends and I we all got R four um, mm. carts and then just right. would dump ROMs and I was like. Hotel Dusk. This is an M-rated game. Let's try it. And I was just, I loved it. I don't normally like those uh, kind of visual novel games, but this one was really cool. I remember with Hotel Dusk, I just got super stuck and at a certain point and never yep. got past it. Yep, same and here. Even like Trace Memory, I remember a lot of people solved this puzzle by accident, but you were supposed to stamp something. But like the buttons didn't do anything. The touchscreen didn't do anything. And yeah, the solution was you're supposed to close your DS, and then when you reopened it, like the stamp, like went from the top screen to the bottom to solve the puzzle. They're, That's I really that... cool and clever. But <laughs> yeah, and weird. a lot of people never figured it out though, because like, what the fuck? I think I know a lot of people who did it by accident. Like they got frustrated, closed their DS, and walked away. And that then was... when they came back to try it again, it was just solved. <laughs> that was a puzzle in Spirit Tracks. Um, mm. It was like. Like you have your map on the bottom screen and then you have like you had something else on the top screen. It was like, how do I how do I combine something with the map? And you'd be hunting around in the menus and it's just like, oh, wait, you just sandwich the DS together. And that was like, I mean, that's a real 
I mean, the game must know like there, a flag must be flipped or like a something gets called where it's like, oh, the DS went to sleep. So the screen got closed because because I think there was when the 2DS came out. There was like they added like a sleep button, I think, or something mm-hmm. specifically. And like they said, like, oh, man, there was there was they put out a notice like, hey, if you're playing these games, this is how you do it. So, like, yeah, right. Like a like a notice, like a PSA. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's see what you got. What's the next one? So next one I got was uh, Final Fantasy for Heroes of Light. Yo, that's, that's like the another... um is that the like the four player dungeon crawler one? Uh no, this one's like a single player one, but it's it's kind of its own original story. Oh. Uh so this one is like made by the developers of that Final Fantasy 4 3D remake that they made. Mm-hmm. So afterwards they commissioned that same company to make like an original Final Fantasy game. And then this is essentially the prequel to Bravely Default because eventually they decided to let them continue to make their own series of RPGs, but they decided to spin it off into its own original series instead of continuing to attach Final Fantasy to it. So in a way, this is kind of like Bravely Default Zero, I guess, like before Bravely Default One. And it's something that I've always wanted to play, but never got around to picking it up. Okay. So whenever I find get a chance to burn through all these fucking RPGs. We'll require a full review. Um, I'm going to look it up. Uh, the the four heroes of light. I'm going to mm-hmm. see if our, our friend on Metacritic gave it a negative review. <laughs> <laughs> and then while you look it up, I'll show the last thing. Yo, the, it's dude, not a... There was a review last month. Um, <laughs> from I'm that sorry. guy? No. Um, that would Pablo, be wild if, if from, it was from that a, guy. El Sistema... Es un poco raro el principo. All right, time to fucking translate. Sorry, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, go but on. The last thing, it's, uh, I guess, uh, de facto enemy of the pod at this point. But I got a Yu-Gi-Oh! XYZ mm-hmm. Dragon Cannon Funko Hell Pop. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. It's Funko Pops that aren't people are cool. Hmm. Because that's kind of my like, philosophy. N- yeah, they're just neat little figures. And people that collect Funko Pops aren't people. True. They're, Yo, I just noticed don't, the they're shit monsters. Your, and... Don't don't look at that shelf there. The, that, the, I just, none of that. None of that. I important. just registered all that shit on top of your shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man. Yeah, we don't we don't need to pay attention. That's pretty big, Josh. Yeah. Um, is it like the Funko like extreme or whatever? Yeah, like they had a blue eyes toon dragon at a hot topic and I bought it. I was like a buy one get one half off with an Inuyasha one. But Hell then yeah. once once I checked out, they're like, Oh sorry, the Inuyasha one's a convention exclusive and those don't apply for the discounts. So ever since then Damn. I've been like I ever since then I was like, I wish I got this one instead so that it could have applied. And yeah. then we found a booth that was selling it for like half off, which is what it would have been if I got it as part of the deal. So it's a right it's been wrong. To be. Yeah. There you go. Meant to be. I mean, a wrong's been righted, or yeah, a wrong has been. I don't know how the fuck you say it. It's late. <laughs> two, wrong two, has been three, roted. Three rights make a left. I don't know, man. Same game too, go. more sloppy. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what I limited myself to. Like, I'm I'm not making money right now, so I should probably not buy anything else. But we'll see <laughs> what I come across tomorrow. 
Uh, and then we, of course, we have our Geekscape panel tomorrow that I'll be on. That um, we'll probably talk about next show. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, so we'll if you're listening have to this, it's probably too late. But yeah, so if you, <laughs> yeah. if you happen to if you happen to hear us talking about this somehow live. If you're in the vicinity of any of our voices, we're doing a panel <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Well, actually, actually, what time is the panel? You know, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> because because this this podcast will go live at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 1 p.m. All right. So you can. Damn. So if you're listening to this, the second it goes live, you're missing the panel. Yeah. Um, You fucked up. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the schedule and make sure. But yeah, but that's about all we did today was there, was there any weirdly aggressive military recruitment booths at the convention yes, actually, the whole side <laughs> the whole side of one of the halls was like the marines next to the army next Yo. and they had like the the marines had the i actually just saw like a, a reel on facebook that had this exact thing but they had the marines with like the pull-up bar and they're like hey how many pull-ups could you do and trying to get people to come down and just Hey, you sweaty weave! How many pull-ups can you do? There was there was some anime convention where the Air Force or maybe the Reserve had like some cosplayer, some Masato cosplayer on like a turntable, and mm. they were like, "Look, we got a cosplayer in our booth. Do you want do you want to join the Army Reserve?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible! Ever I did see the- like a. I was just going to say, I did see a T-Mobile booth that was like, they kept saying, oh, spin the wheel for a prize. And then I looked at the wheel and all of the prizes were um, learn more about upgrades, learn more about (laughs) trade-ins, learn more. (laughs) Damn. The the prize was just uh, an upsell opportunity. (laughs) Right. Imagine like you really wanted to learn how to upgrade your phone, but you get the like... (laughs) Ah, oh, fuck. I got to learn about the mobile 5G. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, that's fine. I, got, I don't have my notebook, so I'm making notes on Microsoft Notepad. Um, yeah, there's been like a really like uh, I've seen reels and stuff from like various anime conventions and like comic comic cons uh, where there's been a weirdly high like military recruitment presence like there there was one anime convention where i think the fbi had a booth like join the fbi <laughs> it's like like is it that I easy mean, yeah. are they that are they that hard have up you, on new workers have you watched case closed then we have an <laughs> occupation for you i think Jesus there was like the, a, the atf hat was at a booth somewhere so uh damn what was your what was like your your least impressed thing at the convention where you're like why is it like besides the military recruitment was the beef jerky guy there he was but it was actually pretty crowded so we didn't stop (laughs) um what we did do was um they had this giant uh g fuel booth i didn't realize it was like it was like the whole front like kind of the whole like front center-ish area of that one hall mm-hmm. and i didn't know they made so much damn g fuel they yeah, had dude, a gwen I... flavor that i almost wanted to buy just because of that but i wouldn't have ever drank it oh um i, I think... wonder what that tastes like hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna uh... bite my tongue <laughs> 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 bite my tongue there's um i remember the 
uh, when I was like deep, deep, like in a depression a long time ago, um, my dad accidentally drank my finished the fight 2007 halo 3 g uh gamer fuel mountain dew that i had in the Damn. fridge i still uh. have the can but like he drank it and i just started bawling <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i was like i don't get it what's wrong have, I was have like, you got have you got a game fuel that's out now no it's, i could have I, I could have come i could have compared yeah i almost you got that have... as my mystery drink oh yeah yeah that the, been good. they had it at the store when we were shopping for oh shit <laughs> you're 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 letting too much get out you need to see oh. well we know it's not gamer fuel yeah <laughs> i had anyone um, listening probably doesn't even know what the fuck we're talking about They're like oh they will mi- mystery drink at comic-con what the fuck yeah. are you talking about don't worry i'll release i'll release the audio of uh of our uh pre-recorded uh charity stream event as a bonus episode hell yeah <laughs> um hell yeah. It'll, yeah um but uh maybe the video the whole video will be up somewhere um yeah i for breakfast today before going to the gym i had a crash bandicoot wumpa fruit g fuel and two quest bars <laughs> so yeah. so when i a couple episodes ago when i said that i do often have that for breakfast that's true <laughs> so yeah, uh, do we want to get into, I mean, I mean, Logan and I have been playing a lot of Payday 3. Yeah, I, I so I wasn't on the last show, and and on that show I would have talked about this, but I've been playing Cult of the Lamb, finally, since I finally got my physical copy, almost a year after I ordered it. Man, I'm mad that I had to wait a year to play this game, because this game's fucking great. Oh, I was going to say, this game sucked. <laughs> no, this game's fucking awesome. I fucking love it. I just, I technically beat it last night, uh, but, like, I'm not done with it. I still have plenty to do. But, no, it, it's so funny, too, because on the last episode, you guys were talking about how, how you don't like roguelikes. Uh, I, I think, Josh, because you were playing Hades or something. Yeah, I finally beat it. Y- yeah, I and, thought it was yeah, so this- funny that, like, you guys were talking about, like, not liking roguelikes, and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. I I I pulled up. We we're gonna talk about the game awards, and Steam has like their game awards, and I was gonna try to pull up like what I voted for it. And on the front page of the Steam store, there's a game that just came out called Sex Massage, and I was like, "What is this?" And I clicked on it, and it's just a fucking porno like meet and fuck game. Um, and then I scrolled down and. There's another game coming out, coming soon. It's called Magic Pussy. <laughs> Hell yeah. What is that about? Magic Pussy Chapter 2. <laughs> chapter, oh, we missed Chapter 1. What happened one. to Chapter 1? Dude, I got to... No how spoilers. Do I, how do I... There, is there like a... Sh- oh, here we go. All right. Um, I need... I, this is this harkens back to like going to like the slut tune <laughs> and like the coming on Amiibo <laughs> subreddit. But I'm sorry. This is fucking... That is uh wow, why is that on the front page of Steam? Um it's on your front page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it might be personalized to just your front page. I'll just add it to my wish list. Why not? Hey, um, that, that that helps them out, you know? Yeah, yeah, Plus for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Same game two more sloppy. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> pussy two. It's like pussy one, but better. <laughs> 
All right. I don't think I can find what I voted on. It disappeared. So I voted for Armored Core and Six Days in Fallujah because those were the like the only two games that I that were new that I played this year that they allowed me to vote. <laughs> <laughs> so Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, Whoops. no, this this game's fucking great. Uh I so it's funny, Hades is like the only roguelike I've never really been able to get into. I have it and I played it for like 30 minutes and I I just wasn't vibing with it and I've just never gone back to it. But like I regularly still go back to Binding of Isaac and just get obsessed with that. I fucking love Don't Starve. Like I was I got Don't Starve console edition and Don't Starve together like as soon as they were released. Like I am just a sucker for these kinds of games. And and Cult of the Lamb is like mixing both of those perfectly where it's like there's the roguelike part where you're out in these like procedurally generated dungeons like playing the game but then you also have like your community that you're building for your cult where you have to make sure they have like food and in your the, the the faith in your cult is up and so it's like it's it's like blending both of those aspects into one game and it it like it scratches my brain so well i i just adore this game and the soundtrack is fucking banging the soundtrack is so fucking good uh, every song on it is so good but yeah i've just been i've been playing the fuck out of that and i i i'm i'm glad the physical copy i got is is cool it's the special reserve games copy that has like a manual with it and everything so like it's a cool physical copy but man i could have been enjoying this for so much longer mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> Forty. There's 51 unique songs in that game. Hmm. I, can I have a feeling that. this is how we're going to feel about Baldur's Gate when the physical one finally comes out. Yeah, I I expect to feel exactly the same way. It's like, man, I can't believe I waited fucking six months to play this game. <laughs> oh, someone's PlayStation woke up. Not mine. My controller's mine. almost dead. Muted. Oh. Um... So, uh, spicy or mild on Cult of Lamb? Oh, it's it's ghost pepper. Ghost pepper. You yeah, can't, I... you, you couldn't even handle the last. Oh, ooh, never mind. <laughs> but <laughs> n- but no, yeah, the, 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 this this game this game's great. I really love it. Like, I'm definitely going for the platinum for this one. And, and it's cool because the the physical copy I have, like, there it has the DLC on the disc, I believe. So I I unlocked a bunch of like DLC run stuff that I can do after this when I, when I start a new game. So I still have plenty of game to play. Oh yeah. And we've been, but also we've been playing payday three. Yes. A lot. Um, which um, we started to try to do some of the heists, like over, like full hardest difficulty, no um, like stand stealth the whole time. And we got a pretty good rhythm. Um on a couple we're, of we're, them. We're getting pretty good. Like, we've been able to do a couple of these on our own. Like, not having to look anything up. Or if yeah. we do, it's like, look up, like, what's, like, the tactic to do? Because there's the one that's, like, it's, like, robbing a jewelry store in under two minutes. Yeah. And, like, we were just going at it the wrong way. Yeah. Like, the the way you accomplish that particular challenge is just going a completely different way. Yeah. But, so, but, but no, for the, for the most part, we've been able to figure a lot of things out on our own we'd love to see you join us josh yeah hmm. yeah i'll have to see 
<laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, it's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. I should enjoy. I should enjoy it while I can before they ban me. Should we? For, should we talk about using that? their for using should, their programs? We should talk about that because, yeah. um, I am banned from Microsoft Rewards, um, <laughs> with a lot of other people that have also been banned. Uh, the last couple of weeks, the searches haven't been working. Rewards haven't been working. Um, basically, all I could do was streaks. And like the Microsoft Rewards subreddit, everyone's like, this is fucked. They're trying to find, <laughs> they're looking for um, like, oh, I think if you wait five seconds between searches, it'll count. And it's just been a fucking like disaster. It was so, it, it got so bad that some, some spokesperson from Microsoft had to like do an interview with somebody and say like, no, we're just kind of working on things right now. And then out of the blue the other day, I went to go check my rewards and it's like, your account has been suspended. And I'm ripping like, pepperoni. Dude, rip in fucking pepperoni. Uh, uh, rest in rip. And I went to, <laughs> and I went to the, um, the, the subreddit and I'm like, is this just a me thing? Like, do they like, cause years ago I used a bot to just do searches. Um, and that is against TOS, but I haven't been using it in ages. But I think the problem was, is that I was logging into edge doing my searches and then leaving. And I don't use Bing on my other browsers. So there's a, there's a clause in the terms of service called like reasonable searches where it, it literally says like you typing something in to look for information not uh to get points um but so many people were getting banned and it's like i got banned but my wife didn't or like this and that um so uh and then like the daily rewards like they went from like 20 or 30 points to two points so <laughs> i saw that today yeah, it's pretty fucking rough. What's, what's your experience been, Josh? <laughs> I mean, thankfully, I haven't been banned. <laughs> um, yeah. And like I was telling you earlier, um, like I have like 130,000 points right now just sitting there. So that would be pretty fucking bad if I lost all of that. But uh, some people yeah, are, like, are, are not able to redeem either. Mm -hmm. Like they go to redeem. Yeah, and it's I, like I, your account is timed out. Yeah, I'll have to check. I know... I've never Sounds had any like trouble, but redeem I redeem those quick. Yeah. Well, I have one set for auto redeem and that went through without any issues on uh, Friday yesterday. So I'm hoping that's still the same, but I think too, part of the reason is that a lot of the people who are redeeming points are redeeming them for useful shit, like Amazon gift cards. Whereas I always just redeem it for more Xbox money. So hopefully I won't have an issue with that, but I'll, I'll try it later on. Um, but yeah, as far as the rewards, something similar happened the other night. I like stayed up for an hour and a half because I was like, the searches weren't working. I couldn't figure out why. And then I think that was when they were in the middle of tweaking with everything because then my daily stuff wasn't popping up. Um, I was afraid I was going to lose my streak because I have a long streak and I'm close to like unlocking the year, year badge, badge. where you've done yeah. it every day for a year. So I was Damn. like, man, if I fucking miss out on this because of their bullshit, I'm going to be so upset. But <laughs> like, right, like at, it resets at midnight and like at around 1130, it started working again. So I was like, oh, like, thank God. And I had so much adrenaline over it. I wasn't able to get to sleep until like two o'clock. <laughs> so that like oh. completely. Like, what have you my done night. to him, Microsoft? Yeah, I know. This, it's Sony, Sony would never do this. 
It's it's funny. Yeah. I've been waiting for the end of this conversation to make that joke to move into the next thing. Like Sony would never. <laughs> they do something worse. But more right. on that later. Yeah. Right. But yeah. But other than that, I've found that the, like the five second cooldown does seem to work for me at least. So, like before, I would just do the. Sur- I would. I would. Ty- I would click on one of the pre, like one of the suggested articles that looked like it had the longest title. And then I would just delete one letter and then hit enter and delete one letter and enter until I stopped seeing the points tally. But yeah, now <laughs> I have is, to. That d- is not considered a reasonable search. Um, I know. So which like you're well, fucking rolling the dice. I also well, the funny they... thing now now it would be a reasonable search because I'll wait the five or ten seconds before searching for something else. But then I get so bored that I zone out and then I'm actually doing one search every like five minutes instead of every five seconds. <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. that that works. Um, I, um, I also, uh, I use, I use a VPN in my house and I use a VPN on my phone and VPNs to specifically to obfuscate your location, uh, are bannable. And I've never used a VPN in another country. I've never been in another country. I've had this account like dude like i think i might have been in middle school when i made this account this hotmail Mm -hmm. account um so it's like my xbox is on it like like i got two like i i wrote a ticket like hey i think i've like like, i don't do any of this stuff um but uh i did say that you know i go and i like click on news articles and i read the news articles that are on the front page like i don't do anything else and um think that probably falls under the reasonable searches clause and they also said um like you could have having more than one account in the same household um but another terms of service says that you can have up to six in a household so there's like Mm. conflicting tos and like one just got changed and like one guy on reddit was like i got banned my wife didn't my daughter didn't okay yeah no it's bullshit because it's like you know, changing the TOS deep into the program's existence just kind of feels really shitty. It's like, oh, well, you know, you and your wife have been doing it for years, and now all of a sudden we're switching to TOS, so we're banning one of you. Yeah. Yeah, because they they just choose to change the rules. Now you're banned. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it's not one of those things where they... I don't remember ever seeing any kind of pop-up or anything... Granted, I wouldn't have read it, and most people wouldn't have read it regardless, but I don't remember ever seeing a thing that said, hey, terms of service have been updated. Please check here to acknowledge that you that you were aware or anything like that. It's just kind of like it changed overnight. Everything's all in fucking chaos. <laughs> no one knows what's going on, and now everyone's getting banned. It's it's crazy. But, yeah, it's, it's uh, disappointing. Yeah. And I think, like, um, like, people are like, uh... Like, what do I do? Um, and someone's like, uh, you can do like, there's like an Amazon, um, uh, like Amazon shoppers reward or something, the shopper panel. Uh, so I might look into that um, and see. Because um, it, oh, you got to like scan receipts. Nah, I'm not fucking. Oh that. yeah, that's too, that, much, that's too much trouble. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I've looked into that because I remember when that first started like popping up, like people talking about it. I'm pretty sure you have to be like accepted into that. You, you uh, like apply to to do it, and so it's like people make it out like, oh, anyone can do this and ma- and make hello money with them. But it's like, no, you have to like be 
be accepted. Yeah. Oh, Josh, you better redeem. Somebody just posted their 234 week streak as a screenshot from their Xbox and it said, whoops, your rewards account has been suspended. So. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. You better, you better, <laughs> you better good. I've honestly been afraid to do anything on it today. Like if I search too fast, am I going to get in trouble? <laughs> There's one guy monitoring like this motherfucker searched too fast. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Somebody posted an email. Um, uh, we would like to inform you that the experience you had about not earning bonus points after your searches is by design. We're always testing new ideas to try to improve your Microsoft rewards experience. Um, hmm. Hmm. Although on the bright side, I did see one post on the subreddit that said, oh, um, how I feel after getting banned from Microsoft Rewards. And it was a picture of someone breaking chain, breaking out of chains. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I would like. That's what I would do. I'd wake up, wake up in the morning. Like auto start my car. So I would like do like the 10 minute warm up and then turn on my computer and do my dailies. Um, like I just like like real talk. I don't know what what i would have done in like like recent um recent memory as to why like i would get i would get fucking banned um hmm. doesn't make sense so it's just dumb because you know they say they want you to do unique searches and not just do it for rewards but why the fuck else would you use bing yeah well i like i liked bing a lot um but uh, I, I've switched to either Brave Search or DuckDuckGo because I am that kind of person. So um, I still use Bing if, like, the DuckDuckGo image search isn't, like, getting me anything. So not porn, but, like, like I need an image of something very specific. Um, so anyway, rest and, rest and rip, rep and, rip and pepperoni. Uh, looks like they're tearing it away, much like Sony is tearing away your paid content. Yep, yep. Like, like, like I was saying, it's like I would make the joke. Sony would never, PlayStation would never, but no, yeah, they'll they'll do something even worse. They'll steal your content you've paid for. Um, <laughs> the man, shit like this is like it's it, it's like the worst kind of validation for me because it's like. I'm so like, yes, preserve physical. Like, di you don't own digital. And it's like, stuff like this happens. And I'm like, see? What the hell is see? that next to you? What is that big, like, rocket ship looking fucking shelf thing? Um, That's a CD rack that uh, it like spins. Uh, that holds CDs that I got at a, a thrift store. It's too, It was too cool to pass up, but I can't really use it for PS1 games because of like double disc cases that are thick that wouldn't fit so i just kind of have it <laughs> <laughs> i i'm really bad about getting stuff like that i have a couple other like you know those like small like square things that hold cds like i'll hoard these things because i'm like i could use these for games and then it's like but i can't put all my games in it <laughs> so i guess i just won't <laughs> use it at all uh okay but well i mean but, that is quite large I, like it, that is quite large that does take up some space that is yeah. large yeah that is it's, quite it's large big yeah um josh I, I would have you have something like, like that you josh uh, has a I have. formidable figure 
collection in his living room. Dude, yeah. I, <laughs> it's awful because I saw two other ones today that I wanted, like a Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom, and uh, like an anime inspired Kamala Khan from like Miss Marvel and stuff. Ooh. But I had to tell myself no because my reward to myself for applying for grad school was going to be to buy like an Athena figure from King of Fighters and then the female Terry from King of Fighters. But then there was like a dope ass Kate Bishop that I saw. And then they had two Yu-Gi-Oh ones that I want. So I had like five in my cart. (laughs) I was like, oh shit, close it before I make a mistake. I'm going to lose my marriage over this. (laughs) (laughs) That female Terry, that's from uh, Kotobukiya, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. Got, got, got one right there. That was the one that Josh convinced me to buy or was like, I'll I'll help you pay for it. They had it for 105 today, which is like the cheapest I've seen it in a while. But that's pretty I have to good. Now. Man, I just don't get figures. I want to be able to pose my, my shit. I like my action figures. I, on the other hand, get really frustrated gotta... when I pose them and then they fall over. So then I'd rather have them be static. I mean, that's, that's fair. I just got my, my Super Saiyan v- Vegeta SH figure arts today. I found it at Target. That's dope. Yeah. Mm. But but yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Sony. Yes, Sony. Like two days ago, I think, uh, sent out a thing. It's like an official Sony thing, uh, just saying like licensing with like with like Discovery uh, has has expired or something, and uh, they're just removing this content from your streaming li- library if if you bought it. And it's like it's a list of shows. Oh yeah, let me see. Uh, Mythbusters gone forever. Dead. Yeah. It. Huh. Oh wait. Never mind. Sorry. But, but, but no, fucking like... Forbes. I don't want to subscribe to your shit, Dude, Forbes. Yeah. Fuck Forbes. <laughs> Sorry. See, that's Sorry. that's precisely why I picked this up today at Best Buy, which is also getting rid of all physical movies oh. and. Uh, music I... next year. Mm-hmm. I need to go it's a physical the steel book for Spider Verse. Oh, I need yep. to go start so they... stuff up. So until until Sony decides to come directly to my house and and take this from my house, I'm well. That was... which will be their next good. their next move. Like there's um, there was always the like tinfoil hat person like don't buy like when iTunes came out, don't buy music on iTunes. You don't own it. You just own a license. And then, like, when the Kindle came out, they were like, don't buy anything on Kindle because you don't own it. Um, and there was there was always, like, the, the theory that, like, hey, they'll take a book right out of your Kindle library. And I don't think that ever happened. But when, um, when uh, Roald Dahl's uh, estate wanted to edit his, like, uninclusive language, like, he called people fat and like, we don't want that in those books anymore. They, they, they were going to push out an update and change. Like if you had like one of his books on your Kindle, it was going to update the fucking Kindle, which is, that is dystopian as hell. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe it. So Sony is just like, you paid for it. It's in your PlayStation library gone. Goodbye. It's deleted, yep. which Amazon mm-hmm. did that and a number sure of years held- ago. And they're sure as hell not going to refund you for any of it. No, oh, no, 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 because like, you you bought a license be... to watch that. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely in their fucking EULA that 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 you agreed to that they can do this. But 
but no, if 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 they were refunding people, that would be a, a different thing. It's like that still sucks, but like at least that's a fair business practice, I guess. But I guess. I yeah, I guess it's not it's still not cool, but I mean I guess no harm, no foul, I guess. <laughs> yeah, get but, your money back. Which yeah, is but, which is why I I love Steam because there will be games that were removed from the Steam store that if it's in your library you can still download it and play it. Yeah, and that's how mm-hmm. that's how all of these things should be. If you yeah. buy these things, like it doesn't matter if it's been delisted, like you bought it. But yeah, the fact that Sony's just removing all 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 these TV shows, it's like I know there's definitely going to be people arguing. It's like, oh well, j- you can just watch them on on Max or like, oh, there's these other alternatives. Like, are, are you really watching this stuff? Like, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, and it's that bring, like, and like, kind of a. Okay. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like a slight tangent, but I fucking hate that argument, and it's going on right now with like the Street Fighter community because. Like, you know, when the game launched, it got a ton of praise because it did a complete 180 compared to, like, the previous games, which had no content and, like, nickel and dimed you. But then, like, when the Ninja Turtles costumes came out, I think we talked about it at the time, but they were just, like, super expensive. And I think it cost more than the game if you wanted to get all the Ninja Turtles costumes. Mm-hmm. And then, the like, the fans were trying to excuse it as, like, oh, it's probably because of licensing. They had to pay, ex- they had to charge extra because of the Ninja Turtle license, even though fucking Injustice 2 had all four turtles as like individual playable characters wrapped up in like one purchase. And they were like seven bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to like, compared to like $66 for like Ninja Turtle avatar costumes that don't even affect the game at all. So well, wait, doesn't, doesn't Warner brothers owns Ninja Turtles. I don't think it's Warner brothers. Um, it's Viacom, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. Nickelodeon, right? Yeah, no, yeah, Nickelodeon's owned by Viacom last I checked. Yeah. Paramount, um, Paramount is Paramount. Yeah, but so, then okay. now, Disregard. most recently, Disregard. but like most recently, they uh, came out with like third costumes for all the main roster characters on Street Fighter, and so when the costumes released the other day, I think they're about six dollars and fifty cents per costume, and there's like eighteen characters, so like the total, the total is like close to a hundred dollars but they do their pricing like Fortnite, so you can only buy bundles of coins and not just outright buy stuff so Dude. you have to spend like a minimum of like a hundred dollars if you wanted to buy everything and like all of the forums i keep reading is like 50 50 of people being like well no one's forcing you to buy them or you're just poor it's just seven bucks and i'm like dude seven bucks in other games get you full ass characters not fucking <laughs> costumes yeah it's like, <laughs> like it's like it's not the point it's it like it's it's what they're doing that's the issue. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't want to pay for it. It's not that it's not that like I I demand to watch the Mythbusters I bought from for PlayStation. It's like it's it's setting a bad precedent that mm-hmm. these are just like things happening now. Yeah, and the more people that defend it and the more people that just like <clears throat> buy it anyway and like mock people who call it out, it's like that's the whole reason why we're kind of where we're at to begin with because there's always been enough people who are just like who cares? I'm not poor, so I'm going to dump a hundred dollars in this fucking cosmetics or into a fucking digital product that I'm not going to be able to use in five years or however long. It's just so so terrible. Yeah. It's like, it's like I was saying, it's like, this is like the worst validation because it's like me hoarding my Blu-rays and shit. And it's like, I I recently ordered a bunch of like bootleg Blu-rays of shit because like there's so much stuff out there that like 
these companies are just making digital and then like removing from their own digital platforms so there's not mm. even a legal way to acquire these things anymore so it's like right. I, i've gotten some bootleg blu-rays of, of shit and it's like it it sucks that this is like what we have to do but like these companies don't give you a, a better option it's like the only the only moral way to do these things anymore is to just pirate it Mm-hmm. because they are just going to take it from you you that's the right. nintendo argument and like yeah <laughs> and like that's becoming more and more of an issue now too because of the way that these streaming services are just straight up deleting shit if it's yeah. not successful for, enough for write-offs like, yeah yeah like there was um paramount had started like on cowboy bebop <laughs> but at least you could still watch cowboy bebop it's still there yeah. Yeah, there's like still fucking... evidence that existed. What was yeah. what was the show? Oh yeah, there was this Grease show that came out on Paramount, and like I wanted to watch it, but part of me wanted to wait till it was all completely out since they were releasing it weekly, and then also because I was just busy, so I didn't have time to watch it. And like legit, I think the maybe two weeks after the last episode aired, they just yanked the whole thing. Great, and it was like you just had no chance, like. If you didn't watch it as it aired or binge it within the maybe the week or so that it finished, you, you just can't watch it. it and was that's, such in, that's insane. Like, uh, I, I, know, I know, I know, like recently the FTC announced it's like looking into Warner Brothers because they mm-hmm. just keep fucking making movies, finishing them, and then not releasing them to write it off on their taxes. Yeah. It's like, it, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. This and is it's not a that good started precedent. a slope because. I think like the whole bat uh, Batwoman thing was the first one. And mm-hmm. then like, it didn't get as much press, but like right after Warner brothers did it, it kind of opened the floodgates and that's when the Grease yeah. show got taken down. Disney, I think cut like a, a pretty decent size. Like, I think there was a movie that was only up on Disney plus for like two weeks that they got rid of. Um, there was that. a bunch of, there was a bunch of shows that like launched with Disney plus that they got rid of completely. Yeah, and it was yeah, like I think that there's been Batwoman. like two or three shows like that. Yeah, and like that whole Batwoman thing with Warner Brothers is like the kind of the first one, and I think it kind of tipped off a lot of companies. They're like, oh wait, we could do that. All right, shit, let's start. Yeah. Let's start purging our libraries too. Yeah, if, such... if Disney cancels the Rocketeer sequel, I'm Bob Iger. I'm wait, he's gone. <laughs> Man, yeah, he he announced his resignation, but it's not going to be until like 2026 or some shit. The hell, he's like he gave his two years notice. <laughs> I mean, companies now expect a two-year notice before you leave well he's probably he's probably gonna like execute stock options because he's like oh the company's going downhill so i'm gonna do some insider trading and get that mm-hmm. taken care of everyone mm-hmm. start watching fucking bob Iger stock trading yeah yeah like get unusual whales but for uh, yeah. bob Iger. yeah right um but yeah but no, no, it's, but no yeah terrible. it's like yeah, I just, I I hate the all digital future. I I don't I don't like that it's a thing, and that's why everyone should be buying physical everything because you I, don't I, actually I, own I, these things. I gotta say, the only exception to that rule, which I agree with you, the only exception to that rule is Steam, because that's your only option. Oh yeah, no no, you can get on fucking Game Pass. You can get on. EA, you play Amazon games, but Steam is the one where it's like, hey, even if this is gone, it's still going to be on the servers and you can still play it. Like, here are the files. Of of all companies, Steam is absolutely the most trustworthy. 
yeah like it seemed time and time again has gone out of their ways to be like the 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 best company yeah e- e- i mean e- even down to like whenever 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 fucking what's his face gave was like hand delivering steam decks it's like yeah they go out of their way to be like the customer's company they um they recently put out a 20th or 25th anniversary of half-life one documentary and they talked about like cut characters or like character models that were going to be gordon freeman and at the end of the documentary they're like hey half-life one death match updated all these characters you can play here you go for free that's so cool mm-hmm. yeah and then weren't they giving the game away for free too for like a week yep and yeah. i completely forgot to log in and redeem it so i'm upset that i remembered that mm-hmm like let's see what it, i'm afraid to fire up steam again i'm gonna get another meat and fuck game <laughs> <laughs> magic pussy chapter three yeah yo let's go i'm i'm like curious to see like what the hell that game is like what is it like it's not one of those games that's like 300 dollars that they're just fishing for at least one person to buy so they can make some money off of it no like sex massage uh, is $6.30. Yo, buy is that sex the regular mas- price or a sale price? Because that's a weird price. Oh, the regular price is $10. Okay, I can get a bundle that, that with sex, sex Massage and The Lust Bunker. What are these games? There's Casual. some depraved dude just making these games in, in his goon cave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh yeah, have oh well. I mean, Josh might have played it. You ever play that anime like fucking game called Sexy Beach? No, I've never played that. Oh, I'm me either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Half Life One is ten dollars if you really wanted to play it. You know, has, yeah, have either I, I of you ever I gone through the eShop and just looked at all the games on sale? Because there's like constantly like porn games, <laughs> like not not like actual porn, but like as close as they could get while still being on the eShop. Because I think there was some kind of like a Black Friday sale and Megan is flipping through the library. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, it's it's like the Switch is the new Vita. It's just like, there's so much just like, <laughs> there's so much like garbage, like trash games on there. It's funny. And I remember um, people saying that too at the time a few years ago where Sony was all like, oh, we're going to clean up our store and we're not going to allow certain types of games anymore. And Weebs got really upset. And then the Switch became the new home. <laughs> and then there was all these memes and stuff about how, like, Nintendo used to be the family-friendly one. Now now it's switched. <laughs> Literally switched. Get it? Uh-huh. Bum, bum, bum. All right. Click. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to search. Uh, I feel like we, we, like, blew our our load doing that Christmas special. Um, but I'm searching for hentai in the Nintendo eShop. We got Hentai Girls Complete Edition, Hentai Stars Extended Edition, Hentai World Game of the Year Edition, Hentai Japanese Goblin Edition. Who gave it the Game of the Year? (laughs) (laughs) Themselves. People just be naming their shit Game of the Year Edition. (laughs) What game was it? There was like a legit, like, it was like a, it was like a high profile release, but not like a triple A game. I can't think of what it was, but there was some game that kept branding itself as Game of the Year. And I was like, who the fuck gave this game of the year? Like, nobody, dude. You oh, it was like my it. mom. Didn't the guy say, like, my mom gave it game of the year or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. oh. I, th- I think I got I to gotta look this up. 
game. It's like of... one of those things, like those book and movie reviews, where it's like, there's no way this game's anything anywhere close to game of the year. And they're like, game of the year, Polygon. <laughs> yeah, they only quote that one section. <laughs> Oh, I'm never gonna find it. Yeah, there was there was like a game developer recently that was like, my mom rated it game of the year. <laughs> but you, know, you can get hentai project, hentai dream, elves Christmas hentai puzzle, yo furry he- hentai tangram, hentai Don't world. Don't even at me till I can buy these no. physically. Oh, God, I wish I know I mentioned it on an old show, but. I think the Xbox has worse moderation than the Switch store, though, because they just straight up have bootleg games. And there was like a while where we searched for something and like some fucking T-posing King K. Rule Donkey Kong game came up. <laughs> like some fucking one that was just called like Gorilla Kong and it had the cover art from Donkey Kong Country. But then you clicked on it and it was just like a fucking like this fucking PS1 blocky ass gorilla rolling through like lines. Like. <laughs> It was just like, I was like, how the fuck are these games on here, dude? They're just straight up using other companies' material. And Xbox was like, nah, that's cool, dude. Just sell it. <laughs> sell it. You know, you can, get, you can get Prison Princess on the Nintendo eShop. I need, to, I need to actually, like, get Criminal Girls. Jesus. <laughs> it's $2. Don't even at me until they're available physically. Uh, you can get those. I have physical. Criminal Girls was physical. Yeah, that oh, was really? on the Vita. That was <laughs> yeah. on the Vita. Um, there was um, whenever I would get the hentai grab bag at San Diego Comic Con, there would always be like a random hentai like Windows game in there. And I'm like, I'm not putting this in my computer. <laughs> 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 like, that's that's going into a computer that like isn't connected to the internet and has no personal identif- identification on it. <laughs> Um, do we, uh, do you want to talk about the Game Awards? I feel like we should. This is the last time we'll record before the Game Awards, right? Mm. I thought they were, didn't they already It's on happen? Thursday. Oh. No, it's on Thursday. Okay. Then, yeah, we should probably talk about the Game Awards. Yeah. Uh, I wish Derek was here to, to, to participate, but. Because he played the, the game, the indie game in question. Indie game? There's multiple indie games in question. Well, like the, like the. Dave the Diver was nominated as like best indie game, but it was published by Nexon Entertainment. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. If if you really like, kind of think about it. So so for for anyone listening, what we're talking about is like the best independent game category is Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. And arguably, Sea of Stars is like the only actual independent game here. But you could also like why isn't Alan Wake 2 in here? Alan Wake 2 is an independent game. Like re- I guess rem- so they're rem- published by Epic though, right? Are they? Yeah. I th- yeah, I, I, Alan I Wake 2 is published by Epic. Oh, I guess in that case. Well, still I mean it would apply. But it's still it's cause... still the same Yeah, it's still the same qualifications as every other game except Sea of Stars. Yeah, everything else is like published by like a major company except Sea of Stars. And it's like I know there've been some quotes about like oh, like like it, it in independent is like it is like a genre now and all this stuff and it's like what what no. does this even mean <laughs> no <laughs> well, i mean that's part of the reason i don't take the game awards that ser- i mean i don't know i don't take them that seriously because there's just part of it is that they're so 
kind of loose with their own rules and a lot of times they'll just fucking do shit like that doesn't even make sense because yeah. i i think last year was a good example because i'm like i'm a big fighting game fan and they had like sifu nominated for best fighting game that's not even the same genre dude that's a beat em up yeah yeah it's like it, i guess it, it qualifies because there is fighting in the game <laughs> And so is like there's fighting in like ninety percent of video games. It's like, like we're yeah, gonna have fucking po- best Pokemon, best fighting game. Yeah, best fighting game. Like fucking <laughs> Street Fighter Six, Legend of Zelda, Baldur's Gate, and Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then but, there was but, another one where I remember arguing about it too. But like I think there was a few years ago where it was a really strong year for RPGs. But like a lot of the ones that were lesser known weren't even nominated. But then they nominated. Um, the witcher's dlc oh and to me i was kind of like to me i'm kind of like that's bullshit because yes the dlc came out this year but it's part of a game that came out before it's not like an original game that came out this year it's like an extension of a game that already existed and mm-hmm. if you want to have like a best dlc category that's fine but to me it's not really fair to be like oh this game from fucking 2013 got a content update so let's renominate it for best rpg yeah it's just like stuff like that i'm like to me, though, the Game Awards are kind of just like, you know how people say I watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I watch the Game Awards for the trailers and then I just it's kind of zone out whenever premieres. they're... World right, premiere. Yeah. I think but, but I, saw, I saw a meme where it was like, the Game Awards, a.k.a. Jeff Keighley shows off game trailers in his mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I love Jeff Keighley. I think he, he seems to be like a really like just nice guy just trying Mm. to make a cool thing so it's like i don't want to like harp on him but like yeah what the hell is going on because like like kind of in line with that is the game awards is so victim to like the politics of the games industry because hogwarts legacy doesn't have a single nomination and Mm. it's like that's not a coincidence (laughs) yeah i i think that that before call of duty that was the number one selling game this year and yeah it's like oh oh but not not a single nomination okay yeah 12 million copies in the first week Um, yeah but but no (laughs) doesn't qualify for anything um, and it's like i'm not even like trying to like defend hogwarts legacy i don't really care but like you it kind of goes into the like game preservation argument where it's like, I don't care what the politics of any of these things are. That doesn't matter. It was a game that sold extremely well and reviewed extremely well. So it deserves to be recognized. It's like, it yeah, doesn't okay. matter what anyone's opinion politically is about it. Okay. So by I'm definition, on... it should qualify. So I'm on, yeah, like... um, so sorry, uh, the mm-hmm. company formerly known as NPD, uh, is, is Circana, has the top 10 selling video games, retail and digital year to date, 2023. Um, uh, number 10, MLB The Show. Okay, that makes sense. Was that nominated yeah. for anything? Probably. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Actually, I, did, I don't think MLB was nominated for anything. Yeah, I don't think it was nominated for anything. I think uh, in the past, MLB games have been nominated for things, but I don't think this year. Uh, uh, do, you, Res- do, you mind, do you mind sending this link in the chat, too? I would like to look at it. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4, uh, which Definitely was nominated. nominated. And um, that's that's um, kind of a, a side thing, too, but I'm also kind of against that game being nominated for Game of the Year. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think remakes should really be nominated. I mean, honestly, um, that should be an entire section, like yeah, remake, best remake of the year or something. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. 1, then Starfield, then Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I don't. I think Jedi Survivor, Starfield, and Mortal Kombat didn't really get nominated for anything either. Yeah, I think Jedi Survivor is in one category. Uh, yeah, it, and then like I think Mortal Kombat's in best fighting game, but I think that's it. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't hit send. Sorry. Um, and then we have uh, Modern Warfare Two, um, Diablo Four, uh, Madden Twenty Four. Uh, I don't think Madden's nominated for anything, but I mean. Uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is number two, and the number one best-selling video game year-to-date 2023 is Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it I, like I these numbers have to be a little outdated because Modern Warfare Three definitely is on the list. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but but still, like yeah, it's the pr probably number Payday, two selling Payday game of the year. Payday Three is currently fifth <laughs> for September really yeah oh so they they only have up to till september okay so yeah, that makes sense. so yeah so it could be different but yeah yeah like i can't comment because i haven't played hogwarts legacy i know that and it's hard of course it's hard to tell where all this feedback's coming from too because there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be boosting it higher to counteract the controversy and then there's going to be other people yeah. who say it's the worst shit they've ever played because they're trying to they're trying to like um create negative buzz around it but yeah i know that like i feel like it should have had some kind of nomination somewhere but just from the feedback i've heard from a lot of people who don't care about the politics and did play it a lot of people that i've talked to have been like oh like it's cool for like the first third and then you just kind of get tired of it because it's a lot of the same shit over and over and there's and a lot I of missed mean, opportunities yeah. there's very few spells and like stuff like that and like I said, I honestly don't give a shit about Harry Potter. I'm probably never playing this game. Yeah. But yeah. but let's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the feedback I've heard throughout the year from people who actually like played it, like didn't really strike me as like a game of the year. Person. Um, yeah, like title. However, I didn't know. I only really looked at game of the year and then fighting games and RPGs because those are like my genres. I didn't really look mm -hmm. at anything else, and I'm pretty surprised to find out that it just wasn't nominated for anything at all. That's wild. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like it, it could have at least qualified for, like, Best Action Adventure, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or Best like, it, um, best RPG, even. I don't know what's yeah. all. It's like, it, I, it, it should qualify for something, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the number one selling game of the year has to qualify for something. I, here's, here's a... Here's a uh, like insight into it. I I know somebody who's a huge Harry Potter fan. Um, their their mother is like a huge Harry Potter fan. Like that's like their thing. It's whenever there's like holidays going on, they're playing the movies. And my friend, I was like, "Yo, you're gonna get it. Like that's like your thing, okay?" And they go, "Oh, I can't because if anybody on my Steam's friend list or my Discord sees that I'm playing it, I'm done." Which is so lame. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like, th this is like a side tangent. I don't let people try to cancel me, whatever. Attacking the game developers for J.K. Rowling's views. She didn't fucking do anything with the game. That's right. And, and it's like, this is such a tertiary way of trying to get to her. That it's like, you're just fucking... These people put so much work 
into this game. Yeah. And it's it's like you just minimize that for some someone who's so loosely connected to it that they they heart they probably don't even know the game exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 so mm. lame. <sighs> but no, but no yeah that that was one weird thing about the game awards. I I wanted to make sure that that, that we brought up um have you guys seen there was like a a letter something like open letter to to the game awards or something saying they need to speak out about the the conflict in israel and palestine an open letter to <laughs> it's like calling no, for jeff no, Keeler to, to address <laughs> let, let, me, let me see if i can find it uh you, you guys talk about what whatever what what I google game award honorees demand ceremony acknowledge palestine yeah that that sounds about right when you are trusted when you trusted us to be champions <laughs> of a better future you gave us the duty to tell you when and how you could do better what is, is there a quote in there about like uh it says there's like r- rampant uh rampant like m- m- misuse of 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 like middle eastern cultures and games or something no i'm there's some quote i've seen where it's like it it talks about like uh in in like a games in industry that 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 rampantly miss misinterprets middle eastern cultures as being the bad guys like we need to do better and it's like what are you talking about what games are you talking about (laughs) i i wish i had the, the the exact quote but no, I just I think the whole thing is so funny because like what what is Jeff Keeley supposed to come out and be like, I've solved the conflict. <laughs> <I've> seen... <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the solution is our proud sponsor, Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> yeah. And it's like even if he does like do some heartfelt like our heart goes out to everyone affected. World premiere. <laughs> what what do people expect? I I reference use, this on on use, on Revi- use I'm sorry. Use the promo code Palestine to get a free burrito on yeah. Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I reference this on, on on a recent episode. I I don't I don't know if anyone got it, but it's like I I I looked it up afterwards to make sure I wasn't making this up. But when 9/11 happened, MTV News like inter, inter, interviewed Ja Rule on his thoughts on 9/11. This is one of those moments like what's Jeff Keeley's views on on Gaza? That was like and I, that was how Firefest started. <laughs> like I saw um I saw a bunch of clips of like Pauly D's stance on the economy. Yeah, Pauly D on inflation. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, being interviewed on Fox News. Like, yo, <laughs> what are you guys like, doing on a Sunday morning? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck do these people have to do with this? What is Jeff Keeley supposed to do? <laughs> like, what do you think, Josh? What do you think about Palestine and the Game Awards? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't sound like I don't know. It never would have even crossed my mind. I didn't even know this was a thing until you guys mentioned it. But I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like one of are those things. Surprised? It honestly just. I mean, not really, because it's one of those things where I feel like they know that they're not going to do it, but it's kind of performative in a way. And the fact that we're even talking about it and other people I'm sure are talking about it is getting their point across while at the same time, even if it even if it's ridiculous, it's just like one way or another, it's like, you know, they're getting what they want. And then it's kind of reminds me of like when Taylor Swift was doing her concerts over here in the, over the summer 
and we're having like this big like hotel worker strike over here and there was this big push where they wrote an open letter to taylor swift saying like cancel your concerts in solidarity <laughs> because there's a lot of people flying out and are going to be staying at <laughs> hotels and stuff and like no shit taylor swift's not going to cancel her fucking shows but like and i'm sure they knew that but it's like the purpose like isn't so much expecting the them GD- to do it Taylor Swift earned the GDP of Palestine <laughs> on her tour <laughs> 10 times over. So the hotel workers can, yeah. I am. Um, oh, okay, so. okay. Yeah. I've, I found what I was thinking of. It's this Kotaku article. I'll, I'll send, I'll send the link. Well, well, <laughs> no, I know that's what makes it so funny. Cause this is just bullshit. Um, it's, it's talking about, uh, 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 games industry to 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 invest re- resources and work against the the uh, against against its systemic dehumanization of people from Southwest Asia and North Africa. What what if this is systemic? What give me examples? Give me examples of this systemic dehumanization of these people. I feel dehumanized right now. <laughs> but it's like i like i i just love this because like like what like what this is so clearly like kotaku doing a kotaku where they're like we really want to rant about something so we need to find a way to force it into news like sag and all those guys got uh got what they wanted um we don't have anything to be pissed off about Let's go after like the the gaming industry's golden child Jeff Keeley and put a gun in his mouth. Uh, yeah, it, it's so it's so stupid. It, yeah. and, and and like yeah, in this it's it's it says like it's like oh yeah with uh, uh with the with the uh, current state of the games industry, silence is a message. Silence is is tech. Silence is tactic support. Silence is dehumanization of Palestinian lives. Man, not everything has to be about everything else. <laughs> Maybe this can just be uh, celebrating a cool thing that we all enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Turok 3 Shadows of, of Oblivion got remastered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool. I wonder what their their take on on the humanitarian crisis in gaza is um they're dehumanizing the dinosaurs. dehumanization of dinosaurs <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but uh that's that's do it any, do we have any thoughts on game of the year who do, who do we want to win and who do we think's winning um let me look up the nominees because i want armored core six to win um, it's not nominated it's not nominated um, I expect Baldur's Gate three to win. Um, Ugh, I'm so done with Baldur's Gate three. It is it, okay. it is so, it, so fucking annoying. I I can't <laughs> again. Much like I said about Hogwarts, I can't comment too much on it because I haven't played it. Like you, mm-hmm. Logan, I'm waiting for the physical, and I'm also yeah. fully expecting it to win because it kind of ticks all the boxes that it it just the game feels, awards. It feels like that industry darling game. That, yeah, that's like completely. It's gonna win. You can yeah. fuck a bear, so, and you can be non-binary, and you can hu- humanize goblins. I'm be- I'm I'm no, sounding like one of those people. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, no, like and, I, I want to say like sounds... I do not align myself with Daily Wire. 
<laughs> You're not gonna see. Oh fuck! I don't even remember what it's called. That one fucking movie that keeps playing on trailers on YouTube. Lady balls. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> lady ballers. Yeah, lady ball. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway, um, but as someone who just hasn't played Baldur's Gate at all and won't until next year, like legit, I'm. Some of the things I hear about it are super exciting. Um, like someone mentioned on like a Reddit thread I was reading that like a quest item was sitting on a barrel, but he moved the barrel. And then the dialogue changed when they re- accepted the quest where the person's like, where'd that barrel go? And it's like, oh, like the fact that they put that much care and attention to detail is really cool. And that all sounds great, but legit, I have no fucking idea how this game plays. And to me, as like mm-hmm. somebody who values gameplay over everything else, this straight up sounds like one of those games where they're so in, where the audience is so absorbed in the story and the characters that this gameplay is secondary and i i legit yeah have been hearing about this game since it came out in like august i still have no fucking idea how it plays because no one ever talks about playing it everyone <laughs> yeah. talks about who everyone talks about who they're fucking and who <laughs> which character should be dating which character and these dialogue trees and like, stuff I, which I, is all cool but to me that's all window heard... dressing for the core of the game which i, I still know nothing about, about how it plays but it's mostly like most of the stuff I've, I've heard is like highlighting how creative it lets you be like i mm-hmm. i don't know like much about like granularly how it plays i wish Derek was here to explain it um mm-hmm. but uh but i i know i've heard a lot about people saying like yeah there's like some fight where i found out if you like just it, it, like you, you can just like cover the area in oil and light it on fire and you just instantly win like it it, it it sounds like there's a lot of really creative like problem solving it lets you take advantage of but again mm. i haven't i haven't played it of the nominees i've only played spider-man 2 and resident evil 4 and like we were saying i don't even know if resident evil 4 should qualify no it was mm-hmm. it was great but it's a it's, remake but it's yeah it's it's a remake of what's considered one of the greatest games of all time that almost feels like yeah. cheating yeah it really does it's like it's kind of just set up like oh well this is also the greatest game of all time <laughs> we remade um, the greatest game of all time it's one of the best games of the year <laughs> um to 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 comment on like the actual gameplay loop of of uh Baldur's Gate it is it is very like D&D like you will be walking around like a dungeon kind of isometric um mm-hmm. but then you get into a co- combat in D&D uh, if you haven't played it, your character can move in feet or yards or wh- whatever. It, you can move. You have a move roll, and then like mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh, like a, like a tactical RPG. The closest thing, Josh, fucking Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I'm seeing, that that's that's pretty accurate. There you go. Fire okay, Emblem. Yeah. Well, yeah, which so, interests and, and, like, me because I love Fire Emblem. But... Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm I'm really excited to play it. I think I'm going to really like it because. I've had phases in my life where my friends and I were super into to role playing games like D and D and stuff. Uh, so it, it it sounds really fun, and I'm sure yeah. I'm gonna love it. But but and yeah, then, I, like, I, I get what you're saying. Where it's like people don't really talk about the gameplay. Yeah, people don't actually talk about playing it. I feel like I could get the same experience that everyone's describing from watching someone else play it, which yeah. to me isn't really game of the year. Uh, yeah. But again, I'll I'll reserve judgment on that until I actually play it. But amongst everything that I've played, like I've played every other game that's nominated. And for me, and I'm glad you mentioned creativity, Logan, because I was like, I played a lot of Zelda when it came out. And then since then, I played Alan Wake, Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 
and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like, do I really like like Zelda? I figured is going to be my clear game of the year, but then I played some of these and was kind of on the fence. And then mm-hmm. I saw someone just the other day release like a full recreation of the Godzilla trailer through Zelda. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what other like what other game gives you that creativity? Because then I started remembering all the other things that came out when the game first released, like fucking people made Metal Gears, people made all kinds of yeah. crazy ass. And I have zero creativity and zero understanding of physics. So I'm never going to do this shit. But like just the fact that the game has such freedom and uh, gives the players so many different options to the point where you can create a fucking Godzilla trailer and you mm-hmm. can create Metal Gears and you could just do so much with the systems that they created. Like I feel like after reflecting on that combined with all the time that I've spent on it personally, it's like that's probably still my pick. Yeah, um, and, and it's like it, like you bringing that up reminded me of all the clips I saw of like some boss fight where someone just basically creates like a rocket that launches the boss off the platform and they just win. So like it it it's for, again I haven't played it so but from what I know it almost feels like it has that same sort of creativity that people praise Baldur's Gate for, where you can come up with these creative solutions. Just Zelda also has like the quality, like open world gameplay. Mm-hmm. on top of that right yeah and it's just because the way I, I know you just said you hadn't played it but it's like the way that it works is like you can just combine different items or objects in the map and some of them are tools that are actually meant to be used in certain ways and then others are just like random items that you find in the map and you're pretty much free to combine any collection of items up to a, up to a certain point and the further you get into the game they let you combine more and more pieces mm-hmm. but it's like there's not even like really a framework you're like kind of only uh, limited by your imagination and i think that's what makes it so special because it's like you know there's a lot of games where they give the player the ability to like create objects or weapons and stuff but it's always usually within like the certain within certain guidelines and this one almost feels limitless like you can pretty much do anything that you can think of um and like I said, I have zero imagination, but some of the shit that people were able to do is just completely crazy. And then mm-hmm. even aside from all of that, the game itself is just still so solid. Uh, the way that I know people complain that there's not enough story in it, but to me, this game handles story in a way that's personally my favorite way of doing story, where it's kind of wrapped up into the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So like the more you explore the map and the more you're interested in the story, you'll do like either side quests or search out like items that give you more and more story as you play from like a combination of just like lore pieces or just like straight up unlocking cutscenes if you if you choose to go down the paths that you need to go to to be able to kind of dig deeper into the history of of this version of Hyrule mm-hmm. and like that's just another thing i love where just the amount of freedom it gives you and the first game was like this too but like you could essentially go straight to the last boss if you want to. It's going to be really hard because you have sh- like you have shit equipment, but you can go straight to the end of the game if you want, and then you'll watch the ending, but you'll miss a lot of that context. Whereas, if you fully explore the map, you're rewarded with more story through maximizing your time with the gameplay itself. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's like a like a symbiotic or like uh, like it's like a type of synergy it's like 
you're rewarded with more story by exploring more of the game and then which gives you even more incentive to explore the game itself yeah and then if you I, get tired of that you also have the freedom to just move on and not even worry about it you know i, I think i, I think want to play the, the zelda games so bad to, to the point i multiple times this year i've contemplated getting a switch specifically to play zelda mm-hmm. um i just checked my tears of the kingdom save um i am currently uh just about to leave the temple of time mm-hmm. so still in the starting area and i last played it in on may 29th um my biggest my biggest so pretty gripe, much when it came out <laughs> yep played it for five hours my biggest gripe now that we're talking about it i might dump the cart and play it on my steam deck yeah that might be an option because you need to like you need to like pull your console keys off of the uh off of your switch to emulate so is is this just for the convenience of having one device to play them all or is there any advantage to playing it on your steam deck um frame rate drops i was just so pissed at the frame rate mm-hmm. drops so much so that while I was playing it, I took my switch apart and put new thermal paste on there. <laughs> <laughs> like th- I, I literally stopped playing it. I'm like, this is annoying. Um, mm. So mm. speaking of steam deck, did I talk about this on the show? Not on the, not on this show. You mentioned it a little bit on our special. Oh, the, the background. Do you hear this? That's the Velcro on my Steam Deck OLED limited edition. Um, look at the in, inside of the case. Look at that. Look at that. It's orange. Yeah, can, audio listeners. Yeah. Well, this will be up <laughs> somewhere. You can see through it. Like, I can not. Well. Um, <laughs> That's not quite how that works. Yeah. But the coolest thing about it is they said, like, removable liner for the case. Um so this is what the case looks like. Um, you know, much mm-hmm. uh much looks like a case. To, yeah. To, to an electronic. But you just tear out the inside and the inside liner. Um well the bottom one's a little uh, it just comes out and you have a smaller case. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Josh, you seem like the kind of guy that'd be into cases. Um, not really, but that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um I thought it was just going to be it, it is genuinely a huge performance upgrade. Um like the old one would struggle on um Armored Core 6 and this doesn't even fucking doesn't even matter. Like I can have it at real high settings. Uh, well, high-ish, actually high, um, and it doesn't even bat an eye. Um, and uh, this is the first OLED screen I've ever owned. I'm a convert. I am a. <laughs> I am a convert. Do, do either of you have Josh? You seem like you you have the Switch OLED. Do you have that? I do, and I don't really notice a difference. To really? be honest, I just... really. I don't know though. I'm really, really not like a visual person. Like unless it's complete shit, like, like I'll see movies in IMAX and then just completely forget I watch it in IMAX. Like I, I don't 
like i don't know visuals and like graphics to an extent just never did it for me i think the only reason i got the switch oled to begin with was because it was the zelda themed one mm. and i thought oh tears of the kingdom is going to be the last major switch game so let's go all out little did i know they fucking have they fucking have like two more years worth of games scheduled to come out because they're never going to make a switch too i don't know if we talked about that <laughs> on any of the previous shows but there was like that press release or like i think in their investor call they basically said that they essentially said that they're working on a switch two or that the switch two is almost ready to go however they're not planning on releasing it until a Switch 1's sales start dipping, which doesn't seem like it's <laughs> going to happen anytime soon. Yep, that's never happening. That so, seems odd. But Yeah, so it's like, dude. Um, but yeah, um, but I do have it and I, like, I'll play. The only reason I use my OLED more than my original one is because the Joy-Cons work on the OLED. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, it's brighter and it looks more vibrant, but it's not like, it doesn't like blow me away or anything. Was I muted the whole time? No, no. I heard you. No. When did I mute? Did you mute me? I don't mm-hmm. know. Weird. I, we, we I heard know. you. I heard you the entire time. Oh. Yeah, we heard you talking about the liner and everything though. Huh. Well, I made a, it was a mistake taking this out cause it doesn't want to go back in. <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah. Oh, well. So, well, good. All, all of, like, me cursing and everything isn't going to be recorded. Um, um, before we, before we, uh, we, we begin wrapping up, though, I would just like to point out how insane this year's been for games. Oh, yeah. Like, the fact that, like, yeah, the, the game of the year ca- category this year, it, like, there, there's some questionable stuff, you know, Resident Evil 4 and everything. But, like, this is one stacked-ass year. <laughs> Dude, have, did you see the Game of the Year award nominations for the Golden Joystick? No. Because they have more. They, have, they pretty much have, like, every high-rated game, essentially. Um, so it's, like, a much wider pool. But let me see if I could find it. But when I read, when I read over their list... Um, I was like, dude, it really put into perspective how crazy this year was for like really great, like high quality games. I think so, I, the, I think that Forbes and their goddamn ad blocker bullshit. Um, oh, the oh, oh they already, they're already, oh, they already finished the Golden, Golden Joystick. Yeah, they're already done. Um, they some of their nominees are weird because it's like. They have best PlayStation game with Jedi Survivor nominated and then best Xbox game like Dead Space, even though those games are on each platform. Yeah, that, that's, and it's that's like, weird. They're both from and EA. It's like, you know, <laughs> and then it's like Armored Core is on best PlayStation game, but not best Xbox. And it did come out on Xbox, right? Uh, It had to have. It had to have. Came out on Steam. Yeah, it's just weird. Damn, like, yeah, this ultimate game of the year category is long as fuck. Yeah, so let, let's read them off. Okay, so Alan Wake 2, uh, Spider-Man 2, Jedi Wait, Survivor, what, which, what ga- which what wasn't... Game, what ga- what category? Ult- oh, it's at the bottom. Ultimate, ultimate game, of the, game of the year. Okay. Yeah, Jedi Survivor, which I actually just finished, but we could talk about that next time. Oh, yeah, um, I subscribed Resident... to you on Twitch. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I finished it on Monday. It was really good in the last third but nothing kind of happens in the first two thirds so but i'll I'll talk about it more next time but um resident evil 4 
Starfield, Baldur's Gate 3, Cocoon, Final Fantasy 16, what was Diablo Cocoon? 4. It's the it's game a... from the creator of Limbo and Inside Out. Oh. Is that Phil Fish? No, oh. that's Fez. Oh. But no, I, I it, it was it was in one of the like uh showcases that we made an episode for. It it looks really cool, but I don't think any of us were super hyped on it. I don't even know. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But then um Final Fantasy 16, Diablo 4, uh Forza Motorsport, Armored Core 6, Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh Super Mario Wonder, uh which I also finished since our last show and was also really good. Um Street Fighter Six, Metroid Prime Remastered, which again I wouldn't nominate. Like that's even worse than a remake. They nominated a remaster. But, yeah. Uh, um, and then Hi-Fi Rush, which I can't believe that game came out in January, and I completely forgot about it because it's been so long. Like it feels yeah. like it came out years ago, but that game was amazing. I was getting that uh, game confused with what was that? Um, what was that Xbox game? Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. No, it came out a few oh. years ago. Oh, the one I was talking about on Game Pass. Uh, maybe no. It was Metal the one Hell where Singer? you're like, no, no it, it's the one where you're um, like the the roller skating one. Yeah, well, not it wasn't like roller skating per se, but it was like sounds like Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. No, because it came out years ago. Um, it was by the Rage developers. Bethesda. Yeah, it was like Orange High Fi Rush or... was published by. Bethesda developer was it the guy that was the no that's id um bulletstorm it was like it was a roller drone no it was an years ago years ago it was an xbox game and it was like uh, you were in a super stylized cel-shaded city and you could like grind on these jet set radio no not that years ago (laughs) um hold on i gotta Um, this Game where you grind on rails. <laughs> Xbox One. Um, blink. Blink. Or Brink, I mean. Uh, blink. Brink. Blink's the time sweeper. All right. I need to switch to Bing because DuckDuckGo isn't helping. <laughs> um, uh, Xbox One game where you grind on rails and paint. What was it called? Dude, I'm bl- that my, sounds my... exactly like Bomber Cyberpunk and Jet Set Radio because yeah, the but this is like a la- this is like a launch title for Xbox One. Yeah, or maybe series. Jet Set Radio launched on the Xbox. No, I'm not that old. I'm <laughs> I'm losing my my mind. Um, uh, but series, uh, I titles. I Google Xbox skating game and the Wikipedia article for Jet Set Radio Future is the first result. <laughs> but it was which, like... on that note, if anyone is still listening, um, Sunset uh, Overdrive. Oh, the Insomniac game. Yeah, was that Insomniac? Oh yeah, 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 yeah that, that was like that was the, the only... game that scared Sony into buying them. Yeah, <laughs> Sunset Overdrive. I got that and Hi-Fi Rush confused. I'm like, didn't this game already fucking come out? <laughs> no, well, I I'm trying to play through like as many of like the game of the year nominees as I can. So I just picked up Hi-Fi Rush again. Like I started playing it back when it came out, mm-hmm. and that game is a horrible, horrible game to like drop for months and then pick back up because there's so many mechanics. Like I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Like I eventually got back into it, but it took a while because 
I don't know if either of you have played it at all, but Mm-mm. it's similar to like Metal Hellsinger from a few months ago, but it's like a essentially like it's like a Devil May Cry like PS2 God of War type action game mm-hmm. with some like with some light platforming. Like I honestly feel like it's kind of a mix between like Mega Man and like God of War and Devil May Cry. But it's like everything is to like a rhythm with mm-hmm. with like rhythm game mechanics. So your attacks are more powerful and you unlock more like effects when you attack and jump and block to the rhythm of the of the music um but because it's like there's like one button like one ability takes down enemies with shields and another enemy like another ability takes out enemies with like that are like bulky and can't get knocked down otherwise and then there's like this button blocks this type of attack and this button blocks this type of attack and this attack can be parried or is this one can only be dodged and you have to do it all to the rhythm of the music so it's like I picked it back up after like five months of not playing and I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing? Like, <laughs> How are you supposed to play this? And like, so yeah, so my recommendation is like, if you play it, just try to play it when you have enough Finish time it. to run straight through it. Because <laughs> otherwise you're just, especially the further you get in and they add more mechanics, you just, you just get so fucked over by not knowing what's going on. Okay, but, uh, so anyway. maybe Bing is fucked up because I was looking up uh, images for Hi-Fi Rush and I ended up getting Rule 34 for the game Friday Night Funkin'. Oh, no, and that's just your settings. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I got banned from the rewards site. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't want you. Yeah. They were spying on your activity and saw what you were searching for. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, rounding out the golden joysticks after Hi-Fi Rush was the Dead Space remake. Which, again, uh, like, would fit in a remake category. Right. And then uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Lords of the Fallen, and Sea of Stars. And one one small gripe, because um, this is, like, voted on by, like, game critics, right? Mm-hmm. So they nominated Street Fighter VI for Game of the Year, but not Mortal Kombat. But when the awards came out, they awarded Mortal Kombat as Fighting Game of the Year over Street Fighter. So I don't understand how that works. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, like Mortal Com- like Mortal Kombat's it's... not good enough to be nominated for Game of the Year, but it's a better game than Street Fighter Six, which was nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, and it's like shit with that list. You, you're telling me you couldn't have fit one more game on there, right? <laughs> right. You, you had to limit it to what? <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five. It had to be what nineteen games. It couldn't be twenty, <laughs> right? And, like, that's the crazy thing, too, though, because it's, like, and I feel like I took us off track a little bit, but, like, the whole point of bringing that up is just how stacked this year was. Yeah. And it's, like, and there's still so many omissions, like, Lies of P is not up there, and I've seen tons of people say that that's, like, game of the year worthy. And then, like, Mortal Kombat 1, like you, like we were just saying, like, if it's good enough to beat Street Fighter, it should be nominated with Street Fighter on game of the year. Yeah. I, I um, some of these categories are wild. Best gaming hardware. They've got some headsets, a monitor, a hard drive, <laughs> <laughs> and then the winner, PlayStation VR two. <laughs> I, I feel like the hard drive ain't got nothing on the device that actually plays games. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody uh, play Final Fantasy 16? Um, I heard it was no, surprisingly like, good. I, after... I've heard a lot of people talking about how it's surprising it it wasn't included in Game of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's nominated for Best RPG, but not Game of the Year. Um, yeah, 
but yeah, that's actually like once I finish Hi-Fi Rush and then like my list right now is Hi-Fi Rush and then Resident Evil, Dead Space, Ghost, the Ghost Trick remaster, and then Final Fantasy. So hopefully by next show, I'll have at least started it. Damn, you you can play games at a, at, at a pace I cannot even conceive. I, yeah, I don't oh, yeah. get it. Like, well, part of it is I'm unemployed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> And, like, literally, my job right this second is to, like, entertain Megan by playing games while she's working. So it's kind of of my job right now. Yeah, I wish. I I, I really need to figure out what this mental deficiency I have is. I can't seem to play, like, games alone. Like, I I will sit and wait for Logan to text me back and say, all right, let's get on. And I'm sitting here like staring at. I bought Prey Two uh, on the Steam sale, and uh, that has a phenomenal uh, Steam Deck control scheme. Like it's probably the best one I've ever seen. And I set the game up, configured the settings because uh, I played a little bit of it, so I know what the like the beginning like act is. And like I didn't even get out of like my apartment, and I was like, all right. And turn that off, turn the Steam Deck off, and uh, wait for Logan to get online to play Payday. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Why do you think that is, guys? Josh, um, you, well, you were... multiplayer d- games more. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, I don't know. I played Snow... The only like the last time I put a bunch of time into SnowRunner is when I was on a plane for two weeks. Well, well I mean, no man's alone when he's with his truck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, a thing I, j- I just want to point out that I realized about the Golden Joysticks too is that Hogwarts Legacy is not nominated for any of these either. <laughs> but also, okay, the, that's I weird saw- too, considering they nominated like nineteen fucking games. Right, I, that was twenty, and they were like, "Hey, we can't let this go through." Um, somebody from the Golden Joysticks uh, did, in fact, come out in support of Palestine. So that was some controversy. Oh, between- so. So, so they're they're better than the game award. That's what that's what some oh. of it is. So, oh, okay. Well, I guess that adds a little bit more context if one group did it and they're like, oh, well, the other group should do it too. But I mean, again, yeah. it's still stupid. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I still feel like it's more that they know that they're not going to actually do it. It's just more that it gets the conversation out there. Yeah. Um, let's end this end this off with a, a meme review. Uh, Logan sent me a, a game awards meme. Uh, about uh, uh, the audience at the Game Awards being uh, poisoned with mustard gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that meme where Jeff Keighley just stares voidly in, into the screen while the auditorium fills with mustard gas. And that <laughs> reminded me of the uh, Moscow theater crisis. And um, in, uh, when was it? Uh, 2002, a theater, like... Uh, like stage play theater in, in Moscow got uh, uh, raided by um, Islamist separatists uh, from Chechnya. And uh, they had like all these people held hostage. And guess what, Josh, guess hmm. what the Russian military police and the Spetsnaz did to get the hostages out? Oh, what did they do? They, they pumped the theater full of aerosol fentanyl knocked everyone out went oh in God. pulled all the the hostages out and then started to administer antidote but they fucked up and like 139 people died 
Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> I don't know why my brain That's... was like... So you just made me remember something I just saw, too. It's not exactly the same. It's, not, it's actually not that similar at all, except it was in a theater. But it was like a movie theater and uh, in, like, India. And I guess people were so excited to see this particular actor show up in the movie that a bunch of people brought fireworks. And so, like, as soon as this... <laughs> Like, as soon as this actor shows up on screen, they just started lighting all these fireworks since they started going off in the middle of the theater and there's, like, sparks and shit flying on everybody. And, um, and like, I thought that was going to be the most surprising part, but the worst part was apparently this wasn't even the first time and this particular actor put out, like, messages on his social media prior to this saying, please don't set off fireworks at my movies. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, all right. We're going to call it there. We'll uh, be sure to check out the Geekscape live stream Friday, December 8th, all day. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Geekscape Forever on Instagram has the info. Check us out, Dynamic Resolution Show on Instagram. And uh, look for us on the live stream and tell us what you think of the performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before um, we go, I started to mention this earlier when we were talking about Jet Set Radio. Uh, the Jet Set Radio future tapes I made, they're coming back very soon, so stay tuned. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, MMRYCRD.shop. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, where uh, where, where do you uh, make your bootleg uh, products? Uh, nowhere, but I do make Yet. questionable streams and social media posts uh, at you joshua just about every streaming platform social media platform and uh, gaming platform yeah get it to it all right bye-bye bye bye and then don't forget when you see jeff Keeley at the game awards make sure to set off all the fireworks that you have <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> B- B- byom bring your own mustard gas <laughs> <laughs>